0: Moderates, centrists, liberals and conservatives are all starting to turn against the woke left and the diversity, equity and inclusion or DEI cult. That is the silver lining of the October 7th terrorist attacks in Israel and the resulting horrific war in Gaza, as well as the terrifying rise in anti Semitism that we have seen across North America. Jews and all sensible people are starting to notice that woke universities and their DEI agendas are to blame. They're fighting back and they're going to win. I'm Candace Malcolm, and this is the Candace Malcolm Show. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Don't forget to like this video. If you're new around here, please subscribe to our channel, True North. Hit that little notification bell so you never miss a video. If you're listening to this podcast, please leave us a five-star review if you enjoy the podcast. And don't forget to head on over to our website, www.tnc.news. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to support our journalism, please consider hitting that donate button and become a True North insider. Things are getting ugly in our culture and in our society. For those of us who pay close attention, we have seen this coming for decades, and things have really started to intensify over the past few years. So liberals and the cultural left have moved their focus away from economics, away from class issues. They no longer really care about socialist redistribution. Instead, their focus is on identity politics. Everything boils down to oppressor versus oppressed. So they're no longer really concerned with the economic well-being of the working or middle class. In fact, they don't even really like the working class that much. We saw this up close and personal during the trucker convoy Freedom protest in Ottawa. They really despise the working man. Trudeau himself said that the unvaccinated were typically racist, sexist, misogynistic, not worth the time of day, not worth tolerating. Well, to the new left, everything now boils down to identity, to immutable characteristics like your race, your skin color, your ethnicity, your sex, and even your sexual identity. Now, from this list, the left determines whether you are oppressed or whether you are an oppressor. So to the oppressed, they tell them they are victims and they're given special rights and privileges. To the oppressors, they're guilty of a collective sin, and their rights are stripped away. We saw this very clearly in Canada during the unmarked graves moral panic of 2021. Old stock Canadians were guilty of atrocious crimes and reduced to derogatory slurs. Our statues were toppled. Schools, streets, and buildings were renamed. Canadian history was rewritten. It was stripped of any uniting story of Canadian greatness or patriotism. Instead, to be Canadian was shameful. Canada, after all, was guilty of genocide. And perhaps worse than that, Canadians were no longer even citizens of a great country, one of the greatest countries in the world. No, we weren't citizens. We were now settlers of an illegitimate colonialist state. The pinnacle of this anti-Canadian, anti-British empire, anti-white, this panic came with the desecration of 83 churches here in Canada. True North reporter Cosmin Giorgia did an incredible service. He mapped every single church that was vandalized, desecrated, or burnt to the ground during the aftermath of the Unmarked Graves scandal. A scandal, by the way, that as we've reported repeatedly turned out to mostly be a hoax and if you do want more information on that I really recommend that you read dr. Tom Flanagan's new book called grave error it is an amazon.ca number one bestseller and it reveals the truth about residential schools you can also check out this interview that I recently did with dr. Flanagan where we go through the book now remarkably the left the cultural elites the government of Canada they all barely even noticed the desecration and destruction of 83 places of worship in Canada they barely acknowledge the unprecedented attack against Canada the 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 only real acknowledgement that we did get from the left was either a subtle justification, like what we saw from Justin Trudeau's top advisor and longtime best friend, Gerald Butts, who said that the burning down of churches was understandable after all, to the outright cheerleading like we saw from the B.C. Civil Liberties Association, whose leader simply posted, burn it all down you be any clearer than that? So for us in Canada, we watched as the radical left destroyed the moderate middle in our country and insisted that we all bend the knee to the woke identitarianism and admit to a forced re-education regime where we apologize for Canada and admit that we are nothing more than illegitimate settlers. Having recently lived through this, it wasn't that surprising to many Canadians, myself included, when they took this philosophy, they took this script and they applied it to Israel after the October 7th terrorist attacks carried out by Hamas. Violence is justified when people are occupied, they said. Resistance by any means possible, they said. Settlers are not citizens. They're legitimate military targets, we heard, and on and on and on. The political and cultural left sided with Hamas, the sadistic, barbaric, Islamist, theocratic cult. Believe it or not, that is the side that the left took. Now, obviously, when it comes to Israel, the stakes are much higher. The atrocities and the violence carried out are much, much, much worse than anything we saw in Canada. But the underlying philosophy is the same. Jews are the oppressors, guilty no matter what. And the Palestinian Arabs are the oppressed, the victims. Any action they take is justified. The same is true about Canadians. Just look at this clip of a young immigrant woman in Canada stating more or less her support for Hamas. Journalist Pete Fisher in Coburn, Ontario, asks her whether the October 7th attack was right or wrong. And her response should shake you to your core. i like, do you think what Hamas did at the beginning was right or wrong? I guess from what I learned here in Canada, I've been taking some courses from indigenous people and the, their rights and how they get some of their rights. Sometimes you have to be violent a little bit so the government and uh, the people can hear your voice. I learned from like, Canadian schools and Canadian universities because I studied here. Well, there you have it. She learned here in Canada from her indigenous teachers that you need to be violent sometimes to get your rights. Well, to many Jews and to many liberty-minded people, both on the political right and the political left, the rise in Jew hatred across North America is wrong. It's shocking, and it is a major cause for concern. And it's clear to just about anyone that these woke ideas, the identity politics, the DEI initiatives and doctrines that now dominate our culture, they're all coming from the universities. Universities across North America have become hotbed for intimidation and flat out violence against Jews. Here are just a few examples. In Canada, at Western and McMaster University, we saw students tearing down the posters of the kidnapped Israelis. A York University professor decided to boycott her class in protest against the school condemning Hamas. Apparently, according to her, it was not okay to condemn Hamas so she refused to show up to class at UBC in Vancouver we saw students with I heart Hamas stickers on their laptops now it turns out the person that was printing these stickers was a joke it wasn't from the actual social justice center but students still put it on their laptops we saw pictures of students proudly displaying this image on their laptops next over at the University of Alberta this got all kinds of attention from the global press for all the wrong reasons the sexual assault center signed a letter denying that Hamas had taken part in sexual violence or rape And finally, over at York University, multiple professors, university employees and professors were suspended after it was revealed that they were the ones who had vandalized a large book chain in Canada called Indigo. They vandalized the book chain because the company has a Jewish CEO who supports Israel. Uh, We learned that University professors in their 40s and 50s were the ones behind that shenanigan. So here in Canada, it seems that all the universities have gone crazy. Well, in the US, it is the elite universities that are leading the charge in this warped ideology that leads to the hatred of white people, that extends to Jewish people, and the justification of violence against them. Now you probably saw this viral clip from a congressional hearing where the presidents of Harvard, Penn, and MIT, some of the top institutions in the entire world, were asked a very simple question, whether calls for genocide against Jews was against their school policies. Again, their answers reveal the rot inside universities. Now, let me just say it is absurd to pretend that universities are somehow bastions of free speech. We know that they're not. They're not. They're places of safe spaces. They're places where conservative speakers and ideas are basically banned, where you'll never hear the other side of the story, be it on trans issues or defunding the police or about residential schools. That's all become forboden. You cannot talk about those things. Except when it comes to Jews, apparently then actual violence is defended at the highest levels as a legitimate form of speech. You couldn't make it up. The absurdity speaks for it. Now, you would think that this would be ripe territory for mockery. It's low-hanging fruit. You would think that comedians would look at this and see the absurdity of it and go ahead and make fun of it. Well, the comedians, if you can call them that, over at Saturday Night Live did notice this, and they did decide to do a skit about the hearings. But rather than focus on the absurdity of those terrible answers from those professors, they decided to focus in on, you guessed it, The woman asking the questions, the Republican Congresswoman, who, by the way, herself is a Harvard grad, they did a skit that demonizes and mocks and embarrasses her. That is one of the most cringeworthy, unfunny things that I have seen in a very long time. And I apologize for subjecting you to it, but it's just so bad. You know, you can learn a lot about a society by what cannot be made fun of, what is deemed to be protected that you can't make fun of. According to Saturday Night Live, they're telling us that universities and their extreme DEI programs are above criticism and they're above comedy. Well, fortunately, not everyone agrees with that. Something is happening right now. We're witnessing a real cultural shift. For years, as I mentioned, identity politics has been spilling into our culture from every direction and it really seemed unstoppable. That is, until now. Something is happening, though. The cultural Marxist DEI woke agenda that demands that everything be viewed through the lens of identity politics, of oppressor versus oppressed. Well, that worldview may have met its match when it comes to this societal attack against Jews. Our Jewish friends, along with their liberal and conservative allies in the culture, they're not taking this lying down. Unlike the response that we saw from most Canadians when met with a a really similar wave of cultural criticism back in 2021, most Canadians just shrugged, they showed contrition, they apologized, they even groveled in response to these attacks. But Jews aren't doing that. Jews are doing something different. Instead, they're pointing out the insanity of this for everyone to see. They're meticulously documenting it all and airing it. They're pulling their money from the universities. They're demanding that DEI be removed entirely, saying that you cannot have DEI without anti-Semitism in order to reduce and stop anti-Semitism on campus, you have to destroy these DEI programs. And it's starting to have an impact. We're starting to see a change because the reality is that once you see it, you can't unsee it. Once you realize that the woke DEI agenda leads to this conclusion, that it's okay to kill white people, it's okay to kill Jews, well, the game is over, the game has to end, the ideology has to go. Most Jews and most sensible people are now seeing this truth, they've seen the depth of the depravity that comes from this woke worldview, and they're simply not going to take it, they're fighting back, and like I said, they're going to win. I'm Candace Malcolm, and this is The Candace Malcolm Show.